This past March, the Nature Climate Change Journal published a new study reporting that since the early 2000s, the Amazon has shown a marked decrease in its ability to recover from disturbances like droughts and land use changes, and the Amazon may be close to a critical threshold of rainforest dieback. Losing the Amazon rainforest could mean the extinction of millions of plant, animal, and insect species. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Earth Day. My name is Ugo Eze. I'm a program associate at Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights, and today I'm here with Isabel Roby, our staff attorney for Latin America and the Caribbean. Her work also includes advocacy and litigation support for some of Brazil's indigenous communities and environmental leaders. Isabel, thanks so much for joining. Thank you, Ugo. I want to start off by asking, what is the relationship between climate change and indigenous communities? Of course. Um, it is no secret to anyone that climate change has caused more frequent and extreme climate disasters, giving countries large and small a role and an obligation to take part in the fundamental worldwide debate and create strategies for development and sustainability. There is broad consensus that there's no climate solution without indigenous peoples and the protection of their rights. Indigenous communities face the most dangers and threats from the climate crisis even though they contribute very little to greenhouse emissions themselves. Supporting indigenous peoples to protect and manage their lands and natural resources should be a high priority on the agenda of any serious commitment to fighting the climate crisis, yet it continues to be overlooked. Okay, so it seems that these two issues, environmental preservation and indigenous rights are really interconnected. Since the Amazon is an area where both of these issues really intersect, can you tell us a little bit about how the Brazilian government has been responding? Yes. Um, as you know, Brazil is home to the Amazon, the largest rainforest in the world. Uh, so it has a very important role to play. However, Bolsonaro's administration has moved aggressively to open up indigenous lands for mining and other high impact activities through legislative proposals that pose an existential threat to indigenous people's rights and to the Amazon. Moreover, this coming June 24th, Brazil's Supreme Court will analyze the Marco Temporal argument, which erroneously and very dangerously establishes that indigenous peoples must demonstrate that they already occupied their lands in 1988, when the constitution was adopted. This landmark case will define the legal status and the future of indigenous lands rights in Brazil. And it's a case that anyone interested in preserving the Amazon should pay attention to because the demarcation and effective protection of indigenous lands is pivotal to minimizing environmental impact and to preserve the integrity and dignity of indigenous peoples. Last year, for example, assassinations of indigenous leaders and activists on indigenous lands in Brazil increased by 61%, showing that indigenous leaders in Brazil are being murdered for defending their lands and the government has failed to protect them. Wow. So are the dangers environmental defenders facing specific to Brazil or is this also happening elsewhere? Well, Brazil is not the only Latin American country that has been failing to effectively support and protect indigenous and other ancestral communities, even though they represent almost 10 percent of the population in the region. Indigenous people's forests continue to be invaded by illegal mining and activities, infrastructure, constructions, and privatization. Globally, indigenous peoples comprise only about 6% of the global population, yet they made up almost a third of all human rights defenders killed in 2021. Okay, so this is definitely a very global and very serious issue, um, but I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about Alessandra Corat Munduruku. 
In 2020, she won the RFK Human Rights Award for her courageous fight to defend the rights, ancestral lands, and culture of Indigenous peoples in Brazil. She's a key Indigenous leader who has played an integral role in advancing women's leadership in her tribal community. She even began to study law in 2019 to use legal tools in the fight for land demarcation and the preservation of the Tapajos region. She and other Indigenous leaders continue to fight against and continue to fight against the ongoing regression and rollback of Indigenous and environmental safeguards and rights. So I want to ask you, Isabel, how can we all support Indigenous environmental defenders like Alessandra in this fight? Well, on on this Earth Day, I want to give two tips for how we can support Indigenous leaders in this effort. One, we must continue to raise awareness and call upon states to recognize and protect Indigenous land rights and to guarantee the rights to life and personal integrity of human rights defenders. Two, it is very important to follow Indigenous people's lead because they are not only among the first to suffer the consequences, but they're also the ancestral guardians of their territories and hold the knowledge and values that are a key component of the solution. And if you want to support more directly, you can visit rfkhumanrights.org and our social media channels for more information. Thank you so much, Isabel, for being here today and for sharing all of this important information. And happy Earth Day, everyone. Thank you, Hugo.